everyone. On this episode of the Tim Berry Podcast, we sat down with Scott Fuller of Studio Temporary at the Portfolio Center. Scott is a very talented graphic artist here in Georgia, and his work is featured all over the country. I had a great time talking with him, and thanks for listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Okay. Well, welcome to another edition of the Tim Berry Podcast, and today we are sitting down with Scott Fuller, a great graphic designer from the Atlanta area, and he's got a great story um, that I can't wait to get into um, Scott, thank you so much for being on the podcast Absolutely. today. Absolutely, it's great Absolutely. to finally get to sit down with you. Yes, it I took mean. us took us a few weeks, some some messages and texts, <laughs> and you know all kind of stuff, yeah. some wrong button pressing, but we made it happen. We got there, um, and uh, I'm just thrilled to be here. Absolutely, man. So it's a pleasure. I've been seeing a lot of your work around town. You're wearing some. of I'm my I'm wearing work some right now, of your actually. work. You know, if you, if you guys end up seeing this, it's the Giving Kitchen hat. Uh, what would you say? What what year is this from? It's 2000? a 17. Okay. 17, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So I've got some, you know, some legit, like, inner circle giving kitchen stuff yes. on right now. Yes. I get a lot of comments on this hat and the design everywhere I go. People ask what it is. You it know, was what, so what much fun. That was easily one of my favorite projects I've ever worked on. That's awesome. So talk to me a little bit about how one gets into design work like you did, where you come from, your roots, and how you've sort of built your business to a really functioning, mm-hmm. successful, um, where you're, I'm really starting to see your work around town and you're, you're, you're making your way into restaurants, into festivals, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how, you know, let's talk to the people about how you build something like this up and get it to where it's a sustaining, functioning thing. Well, I'm originally from Noonan. I'm a Georgia boy, yeah. uh, born and raised, and uh, I live, you know, I actually live north of the city now, Ackworth, Woodstock area, but, which is like the Noonan of north of, you know, north of the, <laughs> but um, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, my dad's a machinist. He's how I started. Uh, I did uh, trig, physics, calculus, all kind of stuff in high school, which doesn't seem to translate as well into design, but still a very creative bit. I drew a lot, did a lot of different things like that. And yeah. that really helped me kind of get into the whole, you know, problem solving and form and function and everything like that. It really got me into there. I graduated uh, from high school at 16. I was going to go and do mechanical engineering. I took one art class my last year and decided I was going to do that instead. Something just clicked. Something just clicked. It was something that, you know, you know, it's like you do something your entire life and you don't really have a name for it or you don't know that there's a career or something like that. And then all of a sudden somebody tells you, oh, no, you can. And you go, hey, yeah, you know, and then sense. you jump and then you just jump into it. Interesting. Um, my and then most of my career, you know, up until I went out on my own was in-house. Um, I was always doing work on the side. Um, as far as going, my decision to go out on my own, uh, I got laid off about a year and a half early that, you know, then I wanted to like jump out on my own. So I said, you know what? Um, it was actually my wife who said, you know what? If you're going to do it, do it now. Now's that way you control it. Because that's, it had happened so many times in my, in my career, things are going well, things are going well. And then all of a sudden some guy comes along, screws it up, does something I have no control over. It's like last one hired, first one fired, or you made this much. So huh. you're out. It's yeah. very bottom line yeah. kind of thing, which I understand. Yes. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any issue with that, but at the same time, it still sucks for yeah. me. Yeah. So and you can't always control no, what happens, right? So when we were sitting, we were sitting in the car, I walked, I was supposed to meet them that day for lunch. And I actually walked out and met them carrying a box of all my stuff. This was uh, March of 2015. And we're sitting in the car 
tears were shed and everything like that. My little boy has no clue what's going on. He's like three at the time. I'm sorry, uh, four at the time. And uh, man, finally she said, you know what? I'm, I'm sick and tired of like all this kind of stuff. And she said, if you're going to do it, do it. You just go on your own, do it. You have the control. So, so can, I, can I jump in real quick? Sure. Because, you know, I think there's a lot of people who hear this kind of thing and they're like, they, 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 they have similar feelings about where they're at in their mm -hmm. life and they'd like to, like to make a move on something. But how did you know you had the foundation set that you, you know, it's, it's one thing to be like, I want to do this on my own. I mm -hmm. want to start my own business. But yeah. you got to know you put your time and your work in. And mm -hmm. you did to make sure, you know, when you set out on your own that you're not setting yourself up for failure. Well, I've paid, I mean, I had paid my dues up to that point. Yes, sir. I mean, we had, uh, I was always did stuff on the side. Yeah. Every, everything that I did at my day job, ben which was working. fine and that I enjoyed and everything, that was fine. Mm -hmm. But I always came home and did my, and did my own stuff. I have often said that design is my golf game. So when I come home, I'm still, I'm still, I was still doing this stuff. You know, I would work, you know, until, you know, That's eight to five, yeah. eight to six or and whatever. And you'd put your time in on it. And then I would take yeah. my time and I'd come home. Amazing. Yeah. So I've done that. I mean, I saw my dad do that. He started his own company back in 92, uh, Cannon Machine Services. And, um, you know, he had to work a full-time job and then work his uh, basically two full-time jobs. And he did that for two years. Yeah. So I saw that even as, you know, here I am, you know, six, seven, eight years old. I saw that even from a young kid. My dad had a work ethic that to this day, I still think he could take anybody to school with. That's amazing. That's what I grew up on. Yeah. So I knew that going into this, I knew it wasn't going to be easy. Mm -hmm. I knew I had to do this and I knew I had to set myself apart. Mm -hmm. There we so, go. That's yeah. what I'm getting at right there is, you know, it takes work, it takes focus, and it takes time. And there will be these times where things will just go absolutely sideways. down the, absolutely, yeah. no, just yeah. straight south. Forget the sideways, it's just <laughs> yeah. bottom dropped out of it. Uh -huh. You know, I mean, uh -huh. we were, I was, I came up with the idea of the Studio Temporary, which is the name of my, name of my company. I came up with that idea in the back of an old sign shop in downtown Noonan, January of 2012. When I was still working a full-time job, I was a, director of in-house design at a trucking company off of uh, Truckers Row and Moreland, off of uh, Moreland Avenue in Atlanta. Cool. They're still using all the stuff Are I did they? for them back in like 2011. They're Love still it. using everything like eight years it. later. So um, what is it? I came up with that idea on the side. We talk about the restaurant thing. My first client, if you want to call it that, after I came up with that name was actually a restaurant called The Cellar. It was in downtown Noonan. Awesome. And, um, you know, so I was started doing all my work kind of under the, under that name. And people knew me as a studio temporary long before I ever jumped out on my own. So for three years, I was working full time or trying to work full time. Yeah. And on the Building side, it was brand. a studio temporary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yep. absolutely. Yep. And it had to be that way. Um, I like working with people, but I also like being a one man shop. Um, people come to me for the work, but they also come for, I don't want to sound, you know, not humble or whatnot, but they come to there for me a yeah. little bit. Oh yeah, for you your know, style. They, and you know, yeah. whether it's whether it's a style or whether it's a way of thinking or just knowing that, you know, this is the type of conversation we're going to have when you show up, mm -hmm. you walk through my door, or mm -hmm. I walk into yours or something like that. It's going to be open. It's going to be honest. I'm a I'm a good I'm a good Southern gentleman. Absolutely. You know, I love talking. I love sharing stories and whatnot. So that's a big part of what I do. But those couple of years leading up to going out on my own were not exactly the easiest. I bet. Um, yeah. two th end of 2012, actually, um, we, uh, I got laid off. <laughs> and, and when art, when art, when think, what, what, the, the realms that we're in, when that stops paying, mm -hmm. 
you know, it's a little bit harder to be, <laughs> to hang on yeah. sometimes because you're going, man, like, did I make a mistake here? Did well, I? That's you know, the point. I mean, yeah. I've seen, like, I've seen you play. I've seen you do some stuff like that. You obviously love what you do. Yeah. I love doing this stuff long before I ever made a Got career on. out of it. Yeah. So when I get up each morning, I've, it's so weird because I love my sleep. I, I love getting it. I don't get as much as I need, but I, I do love it when I get it. How often... How often do you go to bed at night and you say, I wish this was over so that I could wake up the next morning and get this stuff done? I go to, I go to bed like that most nights, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And I've got deadlines. I've got stuff to do. Yep. I've got a family to feed. I've got all these things that I have to do, people that are depending on me. But I can't wait to get in because yep. I loved this long before it was ever a career for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I remember the old, uh, the old Chris Rock special. He talks about this in uh, Back in Black. He says, if you've got a job you're looking at the clock every five minutes. Mm -hmm. If you've got a career, there's not enough time in the day. Exactly. There's not enough time to, to work on the things you want to work on. And exactly. I'm, I feel very akin to that now where as we even, as I've branched out and even started doing things just outside of Manchester Orchestra, things mm -hmm. like the podcast and, and working with different artists and doing filming and all of that stuff, it's so invigorating. I feel very, like I, you know, I'm excited to wake up in the morning and go work on the next thing and just be creative, mm -hmm. do something with my time. And, and I think that that's something that you, you starts building in you at a young age that will stay with you. And that really is one of the big keys to success is having that thing in you that looks at every day as an opportunity, right? To, mm -hmm. to, to make a mark, to do something new, you never know, you know? Absolutely. So, I love that. And the ability, too, to get through all the horrible times in your life. I mean... No kidding. Into 2012, you know, I, I got laid off and everything like that. Three, four months went by. I'm trying to find work. I'm trying to do that. We're, my son's not even a year old. We come home to um, <clears throat> where we were. There was an eviction notice on our door. We had three days to get our stuff, and we had to get out. That is a kick in the balls like you would not believe. That's when you start getting so, scared. I was, I was, I was frightened. I was terrified. Yeah. 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 So here we are. This is Sunday. It's like Sunday morning. Like we got to be out like Sunday by like 7 a.m. It's like 2 a.m. We had just loaded up all the last stuff. My wife and I are sitting in the middle of our empty loft, just crying our eyes out. Oh. I, I just couldn't. We'd gone through some crazy stuff already and we'd been married for, you know, you know four years, five years, something like that. A lot of stress for on a marriage. Years. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. I, now I can't say enough about my wife. She has been a pillar of strength. Like I, I couldn't even believe possible. There's no way I'm here without her. There's no way I go out on my own or even to do that without her mm -hmm. saying, you know what, just go for it. Mm -hmm. That was a little over four years ago, you know, and it's, it hasn't been easy, but at the same time, you know, I never once doubted that this is what I was supposed to do. Absolutely. And the fact that I had somebody there to support me, stand with me, not next to me or by me or whatnot. She was right there with me the whole time, hand in hand, arm in arm. Here we go through all the support. good times, through the bad times. Real you know? support. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, now my son really understands what I do. He gets to sit down and make this. Daddy, I want to make a design with you and stuff like that. And he's doing pretty good. And it's uh, it's really amazing to see all that. But, you know, I I grew up, you know, doing this stuff. And then now to do this through all the hardship. Yeah, I was obsessed. Absolutely obsessed. Now, what I have learned throughout this, and this is a good thing and a bad thing. I have nothing wrong with obsession in general. But obsession, you every time you're obsessed with something like that, it, it costs something. Mm. And whether that's a good time or a bad time, it's going to cost you something. It cost me my first year and a half of my kid's life. 
I am not proud of that. Mm. I, I can't go back and change yeah. that. Yeah. I can do everything I can to make up for it, but I'll never get those, those minutes back. And, um, you know, I can't go back and change anything and I don't want to, but at the same time, there was a price. Yes. And I'm still so thrilled that they still stuck with me through all that. Absolutely. And it's, it's paying off in a massive way. Yeah. And now all of a sudden here I am, I'm doing work for the Atlanta Hawks out of the blue city of Atlanta, killer Mike, you guys, you know, giving kitchen, you know, all of this stuff from all over the place. So many of these things I don't even know. I don't even know existed, mm -hmm. and now I'm not even searching them out. They're coming to me. Yeah, I, I put in the time. I went through all the hardship, and that's dues. what nobody talks about. Yes. You know, you see these design talks and everything like that. It's basically a glorified portfolio review. Yeah, I had a talk here uh, just over a week ago, and I told them everything, all the bad stuff, all the horrible things that happened, all the stuff that it took for me to get to this point. You know. I cried up there, you know, I almost did just now. And it's just, but it's all true. It's real. But mm -hmm. that's who I am. I, I'm real. I'm, I'm straightforward. I'm not going to, I'm not going to dress it up at all. I love it. I mean, it's something I really appreciate. And we've been trying to kind of, you know, just focus in more and more with this podcast on that sort of that real nugget right there of mm -hmm. it's going to cost you something yeah. if you want to be a creative person in your life, not when, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to, you know yeah. what I mean? You got to, you, you uh, or not if, but when it's mm -hmm. going to, it's definitely going to cost you something at some point. And you have to be, you have to know that your heart is mm -hmm. in the thing, you know? And that's why I think it's so important for people to pick for themselves, you mm -hmm. know, their passion and to really, you, you know, to really search it out for yourself. Don't let people choose for you. All, I feel like all people I know, like myself and you and creative people have all at some point had to go, no, you have a little bit of rebel in you that says, mm -hmm. no, I, I'm, I'm going to do this. <laughs> like yes. you, you said, I can't yes. do this. I'm going to go do this. Yeah. It's and, like, okay. And then when you, you know? get there, you kind of look back and pat yourself on the back a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, figuratively of like, man, I stuck to my guns. Mm -hmm. I stuck, I, I, stay true to who I am and look, it's like, it's materializing. Now. I watched a, I watched a documentary of, it was on Conor McGregor yeah. or whatnot and after his um, last fight, like his second fight with, uh, with Nate Diaz or whatnot, and he moved up and became a two division, you know, right. champion, which was, had, was unheard of at the time. And he, here he was, his face was all beat to crap, couldn't even walk out after the fight that he won. You know, he's on crutches or whatever. The whole time he's walking out, he's just screaming at everybody. He's saying, doubt me now. Doubt me now, all the way out, just yelling at everybody. Doubt me now. You said I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Doubt me now. Yep. You know, I, there were some questions. There were some things like, can he do this? Is, is he this or too much this or too much that? Doubt me now. <laughs> I love it. I love I it. I dare you. Yeah, because you've proven yourself and you've done what a lot of people say they want to do. But when the going gets tough. You know, it's back to the safety, you know, and, you and I do there. have a lot of people that I can thank for all this stuff. Yeah. There's no way I do it without them right. at Absolutely. all. Absolutely. But at the, but at the same time, if the fire's not there, doesn't matter who you have around you. If you're not willing to put in the work, it's not going to happen. It's amazing. So that's, you know, so at this point, where does uh, studio temporary where does where does that where do you go from here? What's your what do you want to see happen in the future for your company and your design work? And you know, if you had a 
you know, a couple dream board things you'd like to see happen. I don't even want you to, you know, maybe you don't want to throw them out there because yeah. you're, you know, it would be like. Well, you'd be surprised toes. what I've thrown out there and then all of a sudden it pops up. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I have so many, I have so many things that I enjoy. Like I'm, I'm going down to Florida next month for World's Strongest Man. Awesome. I love that. Awesome. Love it so much. Yeah. I get to see these guys live. Yeah. You know, I would love to do work for those guys. Yeah. I would love to. I'm sure you will. You know? And like this year, all of a sudden it's the Hawks. I'm going to do something really amazing. Out of the blue, I got to meet the lady who's in charge of like all the TIFOs and stuff for Atlanta United. So one cool. of my designs is going to be one of the one of the new permanent flags in the, you know, in Hype Come Depot. on now. That's big. That's coming. Yeah. That's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You know, and then now all of a sudden the Braves called. I'm doing a poster for one of the one of the series in August. It's the Mets. Yeah. Of course, as a Braves fan, we hate the Mets. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna. I told. <laughs> I told the creative director. I said I'm gonna go all Larry on him. Uh, for those of you who who are not long of Braves fans, you'll have to look up that reference. But or I said what I'm gonna do is the old. Uh, what is it? I said I'm gonna do the real Subway series. M- Marta versus MTA. Yeah. We'll kill him. Absolutely. Blow the whole thing up. It'll be fantastic. So Which, there's a lot to, of different Not to things. talk Braves real quick, but I'm hearing like the Braves are pretty beast this year. Is oh, that true? Oh my goodness. Well, last year they came at it. They, everybody was like, maybe they make the wild heart. No, and they killed they it, home. won the division. Here they go. Yeah. You know, and now they did get like the top seed and everything in the first round. So we're still not to that point yet, but we have long had the best farm team in baseball. One of the best farm teams in baseball with, you know, our young talent and everything like that. And you got Acuna, you got all these people mm-hmm. coming. Or Riley? Mm-hmm. Where the heck did this guy yeah, come young from? I'm just crushing them out. I mean, now. we thought we thought Acuna was killing the ball. Riley's just torching it, you know? Well, awesome. And, and you know, this guy's not we an anybody's baseball radar. fan over here. Oh, I love lifetime. It, yeah. I remember. Well, let's go to some Braves games. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. I, I've got, um, what is it? I remember sitting back watching the little TV back in 95, Wollers, you know, popping out, you know, here comes Grissom and then, you know, Carrie. And I got to, I got to meet Dale Murphy before um, Steve Bedrosian. Beautiful. I'm going way back here. <laughs> this is old, 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 submarine, old submarine guy. Yeah. I played against his, he's, uh, he lived in Noonan when he was playing for the Braves. I played against his son in Little League. I struck him out every single time. You were this close time. to going pro, Scott. You were so I struck close. him out every single time. But but like Steve would stay after the games or practice or something like that. Yeah. He'd bring a box of baseballs that he'd, he'd sign for the kids. And I loved that yeah. so much. But I remember walking on the field as a kid in Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. This would have been back in 90, 92, 91, 92. You know, and then I did the walk the field at Turner Field, and then now we got SunTrust Park and everything. Mm-hmm. I just found this out too. We're getting the All Star Game in twenty one. Beautiful. So this is this it's is a just good gonna time be all to be good. It's a great time to be good, and <laughs> and that's the thing. They planned all this stuff yeah, out. You know, yeah. we may not have shareholders at the helm anymore, but they uh-huh. planned all this stuff out. So yeah, I can keep going on. Yeah, and on no, and on, it's exciting, yeah. man. I really and I, congratulations, by the way, on you know landing some of these sports team design stuff. It's, that's big. It's nuts. Yeah, it's really you cool. Know, some it really, of it's some of it's calling in a favor. Some of it is. We uh, have a uh, we have a Braves Manchester kind of mashup, and that shirt is just the. It's a favorite. People love it, you know, <laughs> especially when we play in Georgia, you know. Gotta love uh, it. Um, but anyway, it's been so awesome to have you on the oh, show. Thanks and talk for having about me. The, talk about some of the design work. I want you to plug your your handles and stuff like that real quick so people that are listening can go look you up, check out your awesome work and see, you know, it speaks for itself once you're on the page. So okay. why don't you go and plug them? 
All right. For those of you guys watching right now, <laughs> go to the studiotemporary.com. We've got our new website in the works. It's going to be fantastic. My buddy at uh, Terminus is, uh, is helping me with that. It's going to be amazing. Another Atlanta boy. Um, on uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Studio Temporary. I'm pretty active and stuff on there. Please check it out. Uh, you know, see what you think. Shoot me a message. I'm always on there. That's yes. how we got. That's oh, how yeah. we got connected. That's how we linked up. And then if you want to buy some cool stuff, thestudiotemporary.bigcartel.com. I've got a bunch of new merchandise coming out in the next couple weeks, uh, so stay tuned for that. But if you're in the Atlanta area, you want to drop in, say hey, get you know get a coffee or a, uh, eat at a Waffle House. I love Waffle House. If you want to do something like that. Absolutely hit me up. up. I'm always open for that. I love it. Yeah, check out his stuff. It's top-notch design work. You will absolutely love it. And Scott, I can't thank you enough Dude. for taking the time. Absolutely, man. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. Hey, we want to thank you again for checking out the Tim Vary podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe, rate us, review us, love us, check us out, and keep listening to the episodes. Thanks. <laughs>